Yeah, she's a succubus. On this stream. Because that's just a funny conversation. Go on. We are now on. I can hear us. Cool. I, I was just saying that we... We have some work to do here tonight. Yeah. You know, dealing with succubi and... We're not her specifically anymore. Deal oh, with, don't like, you worry. Devil. So you say. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, that I mean, didn't make future that deal. episode problem. <laughs> so I'm going to get us started. For future us. Okay, I'm just going to say, hey, Internet, my name's Todd. Uh, well, hold on, hold on. Hi, Internet, my name's Todd. We're going to play some Dungeons & Dragons in particular, and I've finally settled on a campaign name. We're on episode 47, so it's about time. Morley Ambiguous's Descent into Avernus. Huh? Makes sense? That makes sense. Yeah. All right. Hey, hey, Uncanny Tree, thanks for jumping in. As presented by the Muppets. <laughs> hey ho! Anyway, <laughs> so we're gonna dive in. Oh, we're gonna I do a quick Kermit. Oh, oh, I can do a good Kermit. Um, I know. We. I, I just missed Kermit. Kermit was a character back in the day. Uh, what happened now? Yeah. He didn't die, did he? Wait, did Kermit get canceled? What? No, I think he got married to Miss Piggy. And oh no! You mean he's Kermit a kept the guard. man now? That's I right. That was like guard. episode yeah. three. Or I something. thought we were talking about Kermit the Frog. No. I think they may have found some, some un. Uh, I think somewhere I have some footage of Kermit the Frog doing unmentionable things, but you know. Well, you don't need to say that. No, it's all good. It's all. Anyway, so we're gonna dive in. Uh, we'll do a quick recap. I'll then play the thing. We're changing it up. So my name's Todd. I'm gonna be the DM, and uh, these fine folks are uh, in hell. Well, their their characters are. So let's go around the table, meet them, do a quick recap, and then dive right back in. One thing I will say just before we do that is, Internet, you are part of this too. So if you're watching us live on Twitch on Thursday, around 9.20, although the time is now 9.30, uh, you are welcome to make suggestions for our game. It could be a random spirit passing by. It could be a, uh, a devil... It could be uh, an event that suddenly happens. A ledge gives out underneath them. Uh, a, a stone falls from the heavens. I don't know. You get to be creative with this because I'm, I'm tired. I'm burnt out. So, uh, Internet, you are more than welcome to cash in some of those plot points for him watching and make stuff happen. Uh, you can give him a new magic item or take one away or I don't know. You get to figure it out. Uh, in the meantime... Um, you can also follow us after the fact on podcasts, uh, places like Podbean or iTunes and all the other places, uh, Spotify and so on. We are up there and you can check all the backlog if you're interested in checking out. Uh, I listen to a lot of podcasts, uh, on the way to and from work. Although who's doing that these days, at least where I live. Um, but anyway, so you can check us out there and on YouTube. Now I'm going to stop talking and oh, puppy. All right, we're going to start up. <laughs> I can't beat that. We're going to start up there with Bella. And I think your dog's name is Archie. It is. This is this is Archie. He has been found. Um, he is not MIA anymore or... This is know. what happens when oh. you get reincarnated, folks. <laughs> wow. That would be amazing. If Archibald happened. Cunningham, you have been brought to life. Uh, no, uh, hi, 
I'm Bella, <laughs> and I'm playing Darmida, um, who is a Gloom Stalker Ranger, uh, and uh, she's in Hell, her least favorite place to be. Uh, and so many targets. She is. There's so many targets, and now her companions are making deals with succubus and devils. It's. <sighs> She's having a hard time. Yeah. And her mom is here. Oh, and, and her, her mom, mom is a her really. Mom. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah it's I, got, a I can't forget to mention for her mom. Her. Yeah, so uh, speaking yeah. of which, just and... a quick reminder, you are technically, uh, you have the information that your mom needs to tell you where to find the Sword of Zeriel. Just a quick reminder. <laughs> Alright, let's keep going around the horn. Uh, let's go talk to Darcy over there. Hey, Darcy. How you doing? Oh, thanks for the game the other night, by the way. We did a uh, yeah. a fun little thing. A little impromptu game. Yeah, um, yeah I, I have no idea how the bots are going to get cut up, because they're sort of like an hour of rambling discussion before we actually start. So, well, if it's uh, my usual, that, if, ahead. It's, <laughs> if it's my usual MO, um, I'll just throw everything uncut up on the internet for the internet. We'll kill them all like God sort them out. There you go. Uh, I will be playing Henrietta Peterson, also known as Hen. Uh, she is a pacifist paladin of Taylor. It's good. It's a good time. Nice. Um, yeah, yeah. That that that's it. That's me. That's me right now. Nice, and uh, I was curious what you were thinking about um, how, what it's like to be a pacifist in hell. Like, everything wants a piece of you guys. Well, it's interesting, right? Because it's... It's one of those, you know, we look at D&D &D and we're like, it says alignment is evil. Why do you care about killing them? But we've seen some reason, right? We've, we've seen actual discussion I'm about to have a conversation with an archdevil, right? Like, there's people to a degree. And also, it's important to remember, so maybe it's worth repeating, that um, Henrietta grew up in a faith that she's now not really a part of, because it turned out it was being headlined by a like, devil that she didn't actually agree with. Uh, go figure. Um, and it's interesting you mention that because that devil is now revealed to be in charge of hell, the eye of Peller itself, the, from way back, none other than Zariel, the fallen arch, well, fallen um, solar, I think, or angel anyway, and now arch, arch fiend of he of the first layer of hell. Mm -hmm. And even on like a lower, you know leadership rung her like direct commanding officer was like I don't even know what, what, what they technically were like a nurse guard or something I don't know oh Nerzugan no. um, thank you wow. I, was, I was surprisingly close yeah you were uh, so yes there is the <laughs> Narzugan, but let's and that wasn't always the Narzugan. it was originally uh, one of the high High Lord Commander, I think was how I worded it, because I messed it up when I first said it. So it's canon now. And, uh... Yes. And that brings us back around to Gordon. Hey. Gordon playing Fenris, Shadow Sorcerer, who is 
doing some wheeling and dealing, as Bella mentioned, and uh, trying to, to stack the odds in our favor so that maybe we can get out of this. Absolutely. Let's. Well, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Hopefully that... Uh, well, I mean, so far you've managed to get a demon freed and on the way to uh, to attack. So that that might be good. I don't know. And then uh, and you've also got maybe a line on the um, on this sword the Zeriel apparently lost. That might be good. You could f just figure out. Oh, you now know Zeriel's name, uh, and you know uh, no, you don't know. There's something about her eyes. The prophecy uh, by Lulu was something about the eyes, the sword, and the name. So we'll yep. see what happens with that. Now, you find yourselves in a dark room. Well, hold on a sec. We gotta do this. We'll be right back. You find yourselves come in through this weird, bubbling portal of black ooze as you press your way up through into a chamber that is about 20 feet by 15 feet on one side lit, underlit by this reddish glow of bubbling, boiling lava. Just a few feet away, the heat hitting you coming off of this thing is just intense. It's... Um, just singeing your nose hairs to inhale in here. As you take a deep breath, this, this oily ooze kind of mostly dribbling, dribbling off of you as you rise out of the pool, climbing up to the side, stepping out onto dry land, and the sweat just pouring down your back. It's really uncomfortable in hell in general, and this just feels like it just got turned up a notch. It's like hell's, hell's sauna. And Ahead of you, you see this, this in the glowing light on the far side of this little river of lava. It's only about 10, 15 feet across. And you see um, a cave wall kind of rough hewn in this river flowing down. It, you are in a small cavern. Um, it is uh, from one side, you see the lava pool in, come in and then flow off down off to your right. And there's a 10, like a five foot wide. 10 or 15 foot long bridge to another side. On the far side is a small platform and an opening in the in the wall opposite. But there, in the uh, there's a dark tunnel for about five feet, and then a little further in is pitch blackness, and then, bing, bing, and you see these massive sparks just kicked up, illuminating the room that you're looking into. It, it opens up just past uh, this little entrance, and you can see it's part of a much larger room. And in the sparks that are kicked off, you see a massive anvil, the, the top of which is probably about a foot taller than Fenris's head. So it's a you know a good seven feet up in the air, six or seven feet up in the air. Um, and it's, it's so broad, it goes out of sight from the, from the entryway where you are. You can also see this 
in the sparks, you see this underlit, grizzled, long, bushy, almost iso-beard, kind of red, just fire-red, massive beard, and this huge, thick neck with knotted muscle, slick with sweat. The, the skin is, is kind of an ashen color, and this bright red beard and bright red unkempt hair just tied back with a leather cord um, uh, to keep it out of the way. Sweat just pouring off the brow and hitting this superheated metal on this anvil. Um, draws back this hammer that is as big as Henrietta's chest and torso, the, the head of it, and just hefts it up into this, out of sight into this chamber because it extends upwards as well. And just brings this down with this arm that is thick and knotted with muscle. Bing! Bing! You are looking across at a fire giant. Now, what do you want to do? I'm gonna look around the room to see if Bella's there. Yeah. You look and you see her emerging from the oily pool behind oh. you. The, the weird transport. Oh, Bell, not Bella. <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting confused. That's Darmida. So I'm, I'm gonna put the names back on because it's throwing me off. <laughs> there we go. All right. So, <clears throat> oh, Bell. So you look past this fire giant and you see, you hear this thing more than see it as it comes hovering into view. Um, this heavy like stone platform just comes hovering over uh, suspended you only see the bottom of it with this jagged broken rock as it was a slab of rock that was torn from the earth itself and perched upon this you see uh, an elaborate gold and ruby encrusted and other strange iron um, alloy encrusted throne and sitting back casually in this throne one leg crossed casually over the other you see this hoofed foot brilliant red skin kind of cut off uh, with these quite uh, elaborate kind of um, shorts almost like pantaloon like uh, the that flare out from the waist and then come down and, and kind of end at the calves and you see uh, not as big as the fire giant but very very big um and as you as it kind of hovers down into view you can now see the the being itself that sits atop this throne you see bell one time archduke of avernus now demoted in service to zariel you see him bare chest massive shoulders and these two huge red horns just arcing up and out uh, from his head. And he looks down at, at you all and takes you in with a small quizzical glare. Oh, he's noticed us. Okay, cool. Good to know. Did the, um, when we came in here, um, we were sort of led by a bone devil. They stayed outside, right? They didn't they come did. in to like introduce us or anything. Nope. Cool. Just making sure. 
Okay, so I'll I guess I'll step up and I'll I'll take out like the 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 letter from the veiled one just to... sure you're holding the scroll aloft uh, scroll case yeah. he just looks at you say greetings the veiled one has sent a letter for our introduction we seek an audience with yourself O great bell Mortals. And what makes you so special to warrant an audience with one of my stature? Well, we're here and we think that perhaps some of our aims are aligned with yours since we've arrived in Avernus. He turns his head and looks at the fire giant. At this point, you notice another spray of sparks from across the room. There's another giant and a loud clanging sound uh, as there's another one working just a little further away. And again, a little further back and another one and Bell turns to them with a, a sleigh left <laughs> yes well look who thinks they know what I intend <laughs> what do you know of my intention So at that, um, I'll say I don't presume to know all your intentions, though we come in hope that perhaps some of the things that you desire are things that we may desire, which is why we're here. Then you come in service. Do you come to pledge yourself to the mighty bell? At this point, I do shoot luck. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, and so what I'll yeah. say is this. We arrived here under unusual circumstances, and while we've traveled these lands and seen a great many of this eternal war, we, we have some other interests in mind when it comes to our own agendas. Yes. It tires me to speak at my doorstep. Come in. Show yourselves. Okay. I'm gonna come in. Do 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 do. 
yeah, I'm gonna follow. Unless uh, Darmia beats me to the second place, then I'm lying. Looks like. You wanna go? I was just gonna go here. Stay yep. in line. So, sorry. And uh, Valerie um, <laughs> kind of takes mm. takes a gasp uh, trying to cross this and then kind of nimbly across the bridge and uh, post up next to Darmida there. Oh, that's a bridge there. Okay, cool. For some reason I thought, I mean, you definitely did describe it that way. But for some reason I thought it was a wall. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. You You can <clears throat> see most of the chamber now and inside this room um, you see this massive iron rot staircase spiraling up into um, into a cavernous forge, and its cha- channels of bumbling lava wind their way through the complex, casting fiery light over the huge anvils. Chained giants with coal black skin and fiery That's orange hair. Girl. Sorry, I'm reading it different differently this time. I I want to oh, ash, cool. but you know. Um, no, I'm uh, just saying I didn't know they were chained. Oh, That's yes. Now important. you can see the chains. Um, yeah. They hammer out weapons under the malignant gaze of a pit fiend seated on the flying throne. Throughout the forge, spork, sparks fly, fall like rain. I can read. Uh, you can also see on the far side massive weapons racks, and they are incredibly huge weapons, most of them oversized, fit for uh, very large creatures um, and and above, except a few that are kind of hanging. And you can see these, the glowing red hot irons. And every once in a while, one of the giants like lumbers over to the lava and takes this pail off uh, off of these hanging chains, grabs one and dunks it into the lava and just pours it in on top of the, um, some piece of metal nearby like superheating the metal and then goes walking back to the forge. They they don't um, avoid the lava, but they don't linger at it either. So. Just a clarifying clip. Sorry. Oh yeah, go ahead. Not important. No, no. Okay, if you will. Um, Bell is significantly smaller than these giants. Is that what I'm seeing here? He is smaller, yes. Is that an accurate he's, description? Or is he's a large a... fiend. So he is technically okay. a size large, but they are cool. bigger than him still. Yeah, giants. And they seem yeah, very yeah, subservient. Although, uh, do an inside check for me. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean, unless it's uh, not obvious, but it sounded by your description it was, I'm taking very much note of those chains. But they'll yeah. make an insight check. Yeah, they the giants are huge. Only sixteen. Only a sixteen on insight. Alright. Well, you get this pretty much for free. Uh, when they think he's not looking, they're casting kind of begrudging bitter looks towards Bell. Mm-hmm. And they they have these massive chains um, that are connected to collars around their necks uh, that kind of arc up into the ceiling along with several chains dangling down to hold uh, various implements and tools and weapons in various state of construction. Cool. Now come in. I don't imagine what you have to say will interest me much. 
but it takes a pair of stones to walk in here. <laughs> so, I'll read your little missive, and if I don't like it, well, let's just say it'll be the last thing you've ever decided to do. <laughs> I mage hand the missive over to him. Nice. Just he does seem. He does seem uh, kind of happy about that, uh, and he kind of plucks it out with his hand and pulls it out and reads it. His face softening ever so slightly with a slightly peaked eyebrow, and then he looks up at Fenris. And then he looks up at, takes in Darmida and Falerie, the Aarakrocra monk that we didn't introduce. And then Henrietta last, and his eyes linger as he looks at your shield and the iconography that you wear of Pelor. Mm -hmm. And he almost, you see his lip kind of curl. And then he just kind of lets the, the thing go back and your mage hand still has it. And it's hovering for a second and he just kind of waves a, fi a clawed finger and it just bursts into flames. <laughs> And there's no more. <laughs> so the Veiled One seeks to gain some <laughs> favor by sending me her pet mortals. Ha! And he turns and he laughs and the fire giants begrudgingly <laughs> and uh, and he's, he goes on and he starts talking about how, uh, he starts talking about how the veiled one is all has fallen from favor and is digging among scraps from El Terrell and all of these things. And the the frost giants are just kind of, <laughs> and then inside your mind, Fenris, you hear Bell's voice. Wait, do you let him speak to you? Yes. There is a cool. slight tug and a push that almost makes you take a step backwards as your ring kind of pulses. He's trying to communicate or take over your mind, one or the other. I will allow it. Interesting, mortal. <laughs> you have some surprises. What really brings you here? Do not speak it out loud. Speak it to me in your mind. So in my mind, um... In my mind, I give him an image of vengeance. You just picture, like, just executing Austrin. That's yeah. the biggest thing like of vengeance. Like Haruman, yeah. Vengeance on Haruman. And so, and so I give him the picture of personal vengeance on Haruman, who is in um, a prime servant of Zario. 
Darmida, as Bell is expounding upon the weaknesses of the Veiled One and how it's it's absolute folly to go against the Archduke of Avernus, the rightful controller of Avernus, Zariel should be obeyed. While he's saying that, in your mind, Bell speaks to you. And what brings you before me? I believe we have a mutual enemy. I seek your assistance in dealing with that problem. You'll benefit from it. Simple. I believe that's your motivation for much benefit. It's beneficial. I'm going to use my necrotic shroud and show my wings. Oh, great. I'll make a saving not, throw. Not offensively. Oh, okay. No, I don't. I'm not going to use not... the feature. You're going to use yeah. the feature. Cool. I'm, yeah. I'm not trying. Bam! The wings I know just I come out. Hear um, him? As she just does. But I'm showing my true self. And your cloak falls back, and these blackened skeletal wings just extend out from your back, and you're just like, and you are. Um, hold on one sec. <laughs> That's a wisdom save. I mean, only if you're using it. Charisma. It... Oh, charisma save. So, wait. So are you using What's it or the DC? not? I don't intend to use it. It's a. It's freaking DC thirteen. I mean, okay. my God, he's he's a massive oh, yeah. like. Also, I mean, he's probably out of range. Of he's the technically out of range. The aren't, and it's not targeted. It hits everybody. Yeah, it hits everybody. So yeah. go ahead and make a charisma save as she's just like. Bah! Cool. Yeah, I'm wondering would if you're they, actually end using it or not. Yeah. Would they have to because they've seen me do it? I, that's not it's an effect. It's freaky. No. It's freaky, yeah, it's freaky. freaky shit. It is freaky. Like fallen angel. All right. All right. Go ahead and make your save. It's okay. But you can use my um. Yeah, you can use your save uh, bonus or a protection. Yeah. So plus oh, two defenders. That, what does that add to? That's four. <laughs> the saves. Well, I'll, I'll automatically save then. But okay. I just saved. Yay. Darcy, <laughs> With did a you? One. Did you roll a one? We 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 both got that one. Yes. 
but and but, Gordon uh, got that one. Fenris had the plus thirteen, I plus whereas 13, I have a plus so four. I stayed. Uh, you know, less than that. Okay, well, Fenris sees this come out and t involuntarily flinches, but he's okay. He's just like he's seen it a few times now. Uh, Henrietta, I don't know that you've have you ever seen this. I you... might not have, because the the last time you used it, I think I wasn't there for that battle. I was like sleeping in the car. You were <laughs> sure, that's before actually that. What happened. Yeah. You were half out of it. Henrietta was half out of it when Ben Coom got taken, and yeah. so yeah, yeah, yeah. she she would have seen something along that line, but it would have been so woozy, and it wasn't not actually that, that I'm was like NPC. used to it, even if I've seen it at all, yep, which I might so not have. You failed. Um, so I think like during this scene, I've been kind of like. Not even really listening. Obviously, I can hear the telepathic stuff. But I've, I've been assuming they're speaking in Infernal, because why wouldn't they? Um, so I'm just like been like, okay, I want to get information on these giants. Maybe inspect the um, the chains, that kind of stuff. So I've been like looking around, and then there's just like this burst of energy, and I just like stumble backwards. It's like, Whoa! yeah, so I just like end up like I don't know how you, far you I have bump to into the move, wall. But I, like, definitely, That's, yeah, I definitely like way. stumble back at least the square. I probably like fall down, or maybe maybe I catch myself. But and what's yeah, the range like, on the shroud, Darmida? It's only ten feet. Oh, okay. cool, yeah, just yeah, it. nice. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm just because I I rolled already. I was assuming that one of the giants was hey, here. Carl. Hey, just in time, dude. Make a saving throw. Just in time to make a saving throw. <laughs> okay, uh, just give me one second. Let me get my good. character up. Basically, back. you're you're um, frightened for six seconds. Nice. That's it. I am. Right. Oh, if you fail the save. It's a charisma saving throw. It's a DC 13 charisma. Although, but you get plus four. By the way, well, when you did that, Bell that, was suitably impressed and was like, <laughs> "Sometimes I don't <laughs> like surprises, and sometimes I do." <laughs> I gotta sign into the end beyond. No seems. worries, man. I'm just gonna roll for you. You do that because <laughs> you're technically my NPC. Your wisdom saved, so you'll you'll be fine. Uh, you rolled a nine, but with bonuses, you'll be okay. So it was only Henrietta that failed, which is has... so appropriate. Yeah, it's appropriate. Yeah, and I has, love that. Uh, Valerie seen Darmida in her no. true form? No, I don't believe so. Um, Valerie, huh? all of a sudden, Darmida's skeletal black wings come out bursting out and she drops a cloak that usually hides them and she just has this super at like well go ahead and describe it there there uh bella <laughs> um yeah she's just uh very dark and um like frightening <laughs> like she is you've seen her mom forced. And now yeah. the resemblance becomes clear. The fallen... I look just like my mom. Yeah, the fallen, uh, uh, half-undead looking, like, sallow and, like, opposite color eyes. Sick. Like, just... Are they white or black yeah. eyes? Uh, when I'm like this, they're fully white. Nice. Just... 
and she's just exuding this terrified, like terrifying visage. So uh, since you're booting up, I'll let you roll. I'll let you roll. That's fine. Uh, are you still on our side? <laughs> Let's find out. So, yes. Wisdom saving throw. Charisma. charisma. Oh, of course it has to be charisma. Why you do get a plus four though. Uh, I guess I can double check the range. I'm pretty sure that she doesn't, but so plus four, so that that'd be sixteen. Oh, you there pass. You you it was thirteen. So you yeah. you are surprised, but you're not frightened of her. Although any sane person probably would be at this point. So, uh, anywho, uh, ironically, jumping back here, um, as you, as this transformation takes place and Belle begins laughing, both inside your head and in the room, one of the fire giants that's closest just got caught in the range. This one right here. And, and rolled a three. (laughs) And, so you see this massive giant take this huge, like, um, I don't know if you speak giant, but um, he's saying something, and Bell's just laughing louder at him, and uh, he begins to take a few steps back away from Dermida. You successfully frightened a giant. <laughs> I'm realizing I actually rolled a wisdom save and I have a plus difference of five, so I technically would have made it. I think it's funnier if I failed, though. Ah, you're still surprised. So, (laughs) um, inside your head, Valerie, this pit fiend, massive devil, looking down from this hovering platform of stone on which is is a twisted throne, is just reclined in it. And he looks at you, and outwardly he's saying all kinds of things about himself, and like, No one, no one stands against Bell or Zeriel. Zeriel is the rightful leader. But inside your head, you hear a voice of Bell inside your head, Valerie, as he says, And what brings you here? Feathered one. Do you oh. see? I was following this group, but which I thought I knew. I guess life is full of surprises. <laughs> so at this point, fucked if I know. I'm just here to fuck shit up. <laughs> <laughs> Which, in all honesty, joining in late is probably true. <laughs> what do you want? More than anything. <laughs> well, that's pretty easy. Like, I want Sarnia, for one. I need to bring her back. Sarnia. Uh, unless you can help me with that. That two-bit turncoat. You will not say her name in my presence. Oh, you two are acquainted? <laughs> he actually stops his mind, like, 
that threw him enough that he was like stop speaking mid sentence, and he just turns and glares at Fallory, and he's just like. <sighs> Where was I? Oh yes. I don't know. Loyalty. Man. I have a charisma of minus one. Though. No one is more loyal to Zeriel than Bell. <laughs> and loyalty. Loyalty matters. He kind of gives a pointed look at Valerie. Yeah, and I think you've done great service to Zariel. What with bringing El Terrell down here, and you played a key role in that, I think. Bell turns and looks at Fenris again, and just takes him in for a second. And in your head, you get... It's not even a word, it's, a, it's almost an impression of like, what do you know? What do you know? Like it's almost like he's he's almost willing you to tell him what you already know, but your ring just <laughs> slips off you like water off a duck's back, and then you just kind of yes, yes, pardon me. As I was saying, Zeriel is amazing, and all should. And he keeps going on that way for quite a while yeah, yeah. as he turns <laughs> to so... Henrietta. Okay. In in Henrietta's mind. What would one who follows Heller want? Here, of all places. Don't get me wrong. It would be great fun torturing you for a few thousand years. What brings you here? Do you mean here in front of you, or just down to Avernus? I think you should know the pri the, the latter. <laughs> Enlighten me. Weren't you involved in bringing down El Trail? Has happened to be there. Um, are I you saying this out loud or in your head? head? In my head. Yeah. Okay. I've actually been kind of assuming that this has been like Bell has been able to have, like, say one thing and have multiple different telepathic communications simultaneously. Is that accurate? Pretty much. Or is he actually taking turns all, between us? No, it's, it's all very overlappy. Yeah. And that's what, the only one that really threw him off was when Valerie mentioned Sarnia. And that one yeah. kind of changed the timing to be a bit weird. And Henrietta, there was a bit of delay as, as some of this goes on. And then Henrietta's like, what? And is taking in the stone giants and then sees that and that, then hears the voice. Mm-hmm. So, don't assume you're the first of the followers of Pella to find yourselves in hell. <laughs> but that is one particularly juicy detail. 
can you just like repeat that with the stuff because I just want to make sure I heard that right. I'm sorry to take you out of it. Oh, he was just saying that lots and lots of those who follow, you know, the good gods end up down here anyway. He's just mocking you, but oh, sure, 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 sure. Um, he continues to say, well, "I'd like to reply." Go on. <laughs> Sorry, that stuff struck me as funny. Um, getting Eltrail back is uh, one thing on my mind. But uh, bringing the eye back uh, out of your hair, as it were, back to the light uh, is another. So, yeah, I suppose I have more to do down here than just an interruption. This next section, yeah, echoey. This next section <laughs> is in all of your minds simultaneously, and let's say, for the sake of argument, you can all hear each other now. So am I to assume you wish to go against Zariel, and you want my help? Do not say. I just in my mind, I think you know the answer to that. Do we all hear it or just Fenris? You all heard we that. all hear it. And you can hear Fenris uh, now in your mind. It's weird. He's okay. turned on group chat. Yeah. Oh cool. So I know that Fenris has responded. That's important information. So those yeah. might be like, well, I don't know that everyone else can hear me. Uh cool. Now now you know. I'll just nod. Yeah, yeah I'll, like... just, I'll just nod approvingly. I don't respond. You wish. Huh. You wish Zeriel either harm or at the very least, gone from this place or this place of status. You're right, my mortal. That might be something I'm interested in. And you, little bird. You seek revenge against one who was my own. In turn, my one-time servant, loyal, cast me out and pledged herself to Zariel. And you will make her suffer? Do you promise? I can promise that she'll get what she deserves. Hmm. I'm not a 
big fan of secrets. So at this point, I give him a, qu a quick couple of images of what I've done to Sarnia. <laughs> like, hiding from her and tossing her through a portal to, to the demons. And then beating the ever-living crap out of her in the dream shard. And, like, and I just kind of look at him and smile. Like, <laughs> And he, he hovers his chair a little lower and kind of floats down towards you. So he still towers over you, but he bends down, like, hands on his knees, kind of casual, like... But he bends down so his face is almost level with Benris. And he looks at him, and it's this beautiful, like... You could see that image in a movie, you know? There's just, like, this devil towering over this group of adventurers. Like, surrounded by these giants. And he looks you square in the eyes. And he gives this entertained grin. Well, mortal. Mortals. You have my attention. And you're right. I could help you. But here's the thing. A few fancy memories and strong intentions, be they good. That's with a look to uh, Henrietta. Or <laughs> malicious. Those are one thing. But do you even have what it takes? I... I just don't know. At that point, I'm gonna... type in and be... and tell him. Basically show him us freeing... the stash. I'll just shoot him in the face, come on, you know you want to. I do, but I won't. Uh, she's I learning re she's but... learning real patience down here. Um, she really is, yeah. <laughs> she, she really is. Uh, with reserve, but she's doing it. And I'm gonna kind of let him know we've already taken steps before meeting you to raise an army. He kinda, we just thought we'd come as a courtesy. He kind of hovers back at that a, a little bit casually he hovers casually and he and he turns his thing around half turns around and he kind of flies back about 10 or 15 feet and ever and about now he's about 20 30 feet up the whole platform this whole room is probably a hundred feet side to side and almost the same straight ahead of you and with this massive central staircase and he's hovering and it goes up 80 maybe more feet into uh, well some of your dark vision can see but it is it is a very tall it's actually taller than it is wide and he hovers back a little bit laughing and <clears throat> and in your minds he says I want to believe you I really do and if you can dispose 
or depose, or whatever. Zeriel, I would be interested in backing that. But I need to know. So, please take no offense. Or do. I don't care. <laughs> and then, out loud, as he's now about 35 feet up in the air, 40 feet, as he's kind of hovering out and around, he turns casually to the fire giants and says, What harm is it to you? we can't do it, we die. What do you care? <laughs> Too true. Too true. He says, he says in common. Out loud. Yeah, I probably have to shout that because, you know, he just controls the telepathy. So. He turns to the fire giants. And says, I think I've actually stepped back closer with that. Yeah, know, yeah, that's fair. Position myself. He uh, turns to the fire there. giants, and says, "A test, then, for our honored guests. The giant that slays them wins its freedom." And he turns around and takes you all in, now about 45 feet up, and, and looks at you and says, Best them. And I know you can best Zeriel. Oh, well. He, that last thing was in your head. I kind of got a little off on the mistiness, you know, the echoey. But that last one yeah, was Yeah, basically head. anything that betrays his, like... When he's saying stuff, he's not allowed to say it's in our head. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So I want to keep good eyes and see if I can figure out what the heck he does to free them. Because he's got to do something. So with that, uh, Bell just flicks his hand casually. And the mm -hmm. chains just glow with this... Like, as though they were slit by this really brilliant red line. Almost almost like laser light. Just right down the center and the chains pop off the one to the left oh. the one to the right the one opposite and the one next to over next to him and all the fire giants kind of while they're while they're shocked at their chains um falling off and i have a reaction to uh arc him Bell or one of the giants? One of the giants. The one that she was hanging. Oh, sorry, I missed it. Yeah, the one that I, the one that I had frightened. Oh yeah. As well, I'm sure mechanically the fright has been worn off because we talked much longer than around. That's fair. Um, yes. I think it's still fair that he. He's going to be a little intimidated. Can have some effect. Yeah. 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 Uh, but they're yeah. all kind of clutching at their throats and they look at each other. And then they grab whatever nearest implement they had and start roll initiative. A big hammer. Yeah, I get yeah, it. Yeah, big, big maul. Actually, is it, is, is it big sword. smith hammer or is it weapon they were forging? Uh, some of them is smith hammer. <laughs> some of them it's massive sword. Um, it really varies of whatever's at hand. I'll let yeah. you know what impales you when the time comes. 
All right. Yeah, if the weapon was done, it was the weapon. If it wasn't, it was the hammer. Let's roll initiative. Oh, there's other weapons in racks around. Yeah, the you said there was a bunch of racks and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So roll initiative. Not one. Ooh, nice. It still got higher than Darcy. <laughs> yeah. You a monk? What you do? Hopefully this this bad roll gets out of the way. Sorry, did you think Henrietta had dexterity? No, 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 no. <laughs> City person. Ha 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 ha. Okay. Got to pull and, up my um, skull list. I wasn't expecting to fight. I mean, I'm not planning to fight, so you know. <laughs> oh, goody, goody. Um, no. I, I uh, hold just, on. I do want to pass one thing. It doesn't fight, or you just don't kill, because you've grappled lots of times. Oh yeah, right. That's true. But like, an attack that knocks someone out is bogus, and it shouldn't be in the rules. <laughs> like it's stupid. Eh, it's in beat, there. Beat, I'm gonna beat like 80 hit points out of you, and then knock you out. Like, no, you're not. That's hey, dumb. it's all about uh, accuracy. All right, so what was yours, Gordon? 19. 19 for Fenris. Darmita? 20, 23? Nice. Uh, let me double Yeah. 10. And Henrietta? 8. Oh, I thought I, I read that wrong. Okay. So starting at the top, Darmita. He's already marked. You got that for free. All right. Um, and I'm just curious, how long did the, that interaction with Bell take? Maybe 30 seconds. Thank you. That's all I needed to know. Because while my fright is not still active, my shroud is. So by I get to uh, have one attack, deal 12 extra. Nice. So, yeah. Up to us, up to a minute. I'm within the 60 seconds with that. Uh, so I'm gonna take my first attack on him. Uh, that's a 17. 17. Oh, um, actually, hold on. Technically. Technically, they're not wearing their plate armor. They do have naturally very tough skin, but they don't have plate. So that makes sense. You wouldn't do that in plate. Yeah. So uh, that does hit. They still have incredibly thick skin. So I'm just gonna hits. roll all my. Can I just roll all yeah, of yeah. my all things attacks. and then we'll kind of figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Uh. So here comes number two. Uh, and I'm guessing that does not hit, so I'm gonna use my. No, that one doesn't. Yeah, I'll use my feature um, for uh, that gives me uh, my stalker's fury. Yep. Or flurry, stalker's Use flurry. <laughs> so Arrows. I will re-roll that. Yep. Go for it. Uh, um. So still second attack. 
16? Just hits. Okay. And then third. Uh, I'm going to... Ooh, 20 hits. That's a 20? Because of that, that All um, right. ambush. So... Yeah. So... Stop 33 damage here. so far, and you get to roll some Hunter's Marks. Plus, plus another 12. So, plus three Hunter's Marks. 45. So I'm just plus gonna... three Hunter's Marks. Cool. That, that first giant, the one that had taken a step back away from you, kind of hesitates for a second and just, just starts getting pin cushioned with all these uh, arrows. Plus another, plus another eight. Uh, rolling ones, and though. plus another so yeah unfortunately on my uh, extra die my my d8 I got only a one so yeah. uh, additional nine on top of that and did you add the 12 I did so that's 54 points of damage and just like oh man that's a lot this thing's just pin cushioning and then... sticking out of this kind of leather apron that it wears, blood beginning to pour down. It's joining the sweat across its belly. All right, do you want to move? Can I say something for free? Like, while she's doing this? Good. Fall back to to the bridge. Choke point. Yeah, I'm gonna... uh, Whoops. What did I just do? Okay. Uh, So it was here by... Oh, I was gonna say it had reach. But you made him move back a step so he doesn't get you. <laughs> That's and luck. I'm now I'm back here out of the way Yep. so you head back across and that bridge can I get you to do a dexterity saving throw or acrobatics or dex uh, check to see how you handle that bridge in a hurry I didn't make you do it on the way over but crossing that bridge does take a dex acrobatics check Sounds reasonable. 18 you're alright Eighteen. just right across the bridge and that puddle of... Well, we'll get to that. All right. Uh, that was... That was Darmina. Up next, Fenris. Valery, you're on deck. Okay. I'm going to cast... Um, excuse me? I'm going to cast a spell. What are you going to cast? I'm going to cast... Let's see. Sorry, I'm on the wrong thing. Okay, I'm going to cast Fireball, and I'm going to use Transmutation. So it kind of... It starts off with an orb of flame... And it turns to lightning because I I can nice. just assume fire giants are immune to fire. Yeah, probably a good bet. Yeah. Um, in and fact, it kind of laughs when you start to go and get the little seed for fireball ready. It's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So as the lightning takes begins to crackle, <laughs> yeah, fireball. So I'm just gonna lob it between the two like giants in front of me. Yep. The one that uh, Darmida hit and the one behind it. Yeah, that was kind of left and back, back uh, far right corner there. Right, left of them, so but... they must... 
hitting deck save, yeah. Deck saving throw. Deck yeah. saving throw. And what's your DC? Sorry, what? What's your DC? My DC 17. Well, you know how dexterous these massive giants are. They both fail. Okay. Um, and so then they take 86 lightning damage. Nice. And and technically it'd be fire too, but that does nothing. It was this. It's almost like that volcano lightning that uh, that happens in a pyroclastic cloud, where it's fire, but it's also like sparking, all etched within. I'm gonna I'm gonna spend another shadow point to empower. Uh, sorry, sorcery point to empower. Absolutely. Um, the roll. So I'm gonna swap out the two ones. The two. Ah, uh, you know what? The two ones, the two and the two threes. So I'm gonna roll five d six. Sure so thing. I'll keep the, the two fives and the six. So so far sixteen. Ooh, good call. Ooh, sixteen plus twenty-seven. Thirty forty-three. So forty-three damage to these two. That hurts. That hurts. <clears throat> well, the one in the back roll. had just reached over to the wall and had grabbed this massive sword. This thing is like, you could you could build this into some kind of support beam ba- balcony in a building, and it's just pulled this off the wall and like checks it and looks at you, and this thing goes off and <laughs> right in its face. And then the other one that was frightened, Darmida, just gets blasted forward and like, oof, leaning over that massive anvil, kind of like blown forward and sparks just playing over it and over the anvil. Um, And they seem genuinely surprised to be hurt by a fireball. Nice job. Uh, Do you want to do anything else? Yeah, I'm going to use a bonus action um, and I'm going to convert a level three spell two sorcery points, so I'll get three sorcery points out of that. Okay. And lastly, I'm going to try to move across the bridge. What's with the bridge? Do I have to, so what do I have to roll? Acrobatics or athletics? Uh, Acrobatics. Yeah, it would be acrobatics. Yeah. Look how strong you are. rolled a 10 I am uh, rolled a 10 and so you're just yeah, running I... backwards and you're you just miscalculate and one of your feet go like just misses off the side of it yeah with your ankle uh, awful um, so you're you're falling sir You don't have any luck left, do you? No, I have luck points. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna fall over the side. Okay, I'm gonna use a luck point. Though. Okay, go ahead okay. and re-roll that acrobatics. <laughs> yeah, thirteen. A little better. Better and and enough. It's DC twelve. Okay. And so uh, okay. you you slip for a second, catch yourself, looking over the edge, you see the of the bubbling lava just up like two feet below you and you're just like (gasps) all right i I have actually my luck points right because we had a long rest oh that's right and i haven't used it since 
played since yeah. then, but I don't know if he gets it or not. Yeah. Right, I mean, so. I'm sure you kept track, so. All right. Coming up next, Valerie on deck is Henrietta. They rolled real bad. So, so we had a long rest? So we had a long rest, but I yeah. got the, uh, the Veiled one, and th we had a fight since then, but I haven't used my luck points. Yeah. Oh, okay, got it, all right. So I take it then, then the Lightning Javelin is not recharged because it has been Dawn? No, because you, you used it hey, during that Yeah, hey, I'm just double-checking. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, well, chances are I'm not going to go across the I bridge. I mean, just go up, right? Like, they can't get you. I mean, I guess they could probably throw like rocks at you or something, but whatever. You can Famous go across the last yeah, words. You can go across the bridge. You can easily do acro. You tell me, you're you can literally fly across. No, across I the can bridge. do it. <laughs> you don't even need to make the check. <laughs> I can do it, except that if I want to contribute to anything, I have to go up close to these guys and hit them. Yeah. Okay, so, so go up. Yeah. And you can either hit them or you can. You can go up and hit them and disengage, right? Um, maybe? I can't remember. Mm. I can't remember if that's a core monk thing or if it's a I can use a key point, then I, I won't necessarily have uh, a lot of key points. Oh, hold on a you can I hit him twice, and you can use I, a key point as a bonus action to disengage, I think, right? It's been a while since I've played the Yeah, and then I have to move, but I have to move there, then move back. I'm just calculating to see uh, if I have got movement, though. Oh, you should have yeah. a lot, because flying speeds are higher than right. walking. Thanks. So I'll Mine go here. Yeah, they really are. I'll go here and uh, hit him twice. All right, so you fly the or one that's kind of twice. thrown forward over its anvil. You just fly towards it and like half leaping up. Make your rolls. Let's use the momentum. It's it's fun. You just uh, flap your wings okay. and your legs are like winding up. You talons. Twenty six. Nah, no, that's a hit. <laughs> For a first hit? Yeah. And not too bad, nine points. Nice, the talons just... And then... You didn't take that feat that slashing damage does stuff, did you? No. Oh, okay. Because that'd be pretty sick. And then 15... 15 is the next one. Uh, 15 just scratches along the surface of its skin, doesn't, doesn't cut through. Alright, so I shall use a key point to disengage. I need that. You guys have done 106 damage oh, to that one giant in a round. Ooh. It's tough though. It's beefy. Okay, so a step of the wind, yes, and then I will move back. Sure. Across the bridge, fly over. So as you go over, you, you're like an eagle with your feet as he's like leaned over the anvil. And he looks up just in time, and it's just the first foot <laughs> scratches just above one of his eyes and takes a gouge out of him. And then you, off you go, and and, and uh, where did you end up? Oh, back towards where the rest of the group is. As you arc backwards yeah, off. Yeah, because I, I don't know why we're meeting there, but hey, everybody else is there. I'll go with them. Yep, that's cool. All right. Uh, Henrietta. All right, I've got a few questions for you. Sure. One... <laughs> Um, when Bell ordered them, what language were, was was it speaking? Um, it would speak in common at that time. So the giants understand common is what you're telling me. Yeah. That's good to know. Most giants don't. Um, two, uh, the chains. They, like, fell off, right? They didn't just, like, unclasp or anything. Well, like, yeah, they're, they, they're, they're, they're not on them anymore. They're not on them right now, no. 
And they're dangling okay. kind of on these long chains loosely from the ceiling. Very cool. Um, and I see a stairwell, like a spiral staircase. What, yeah. what's, what do I know about that? You know it goes up. This is this appears to be the bottom. The bottom of Avernus. Okay. Does it like go around multiple times? Like can I Oh, is yeah. there like a complete wall around the whole thing, or can I see multiple levels of the stairs? You can. It, it's kind of built into this stalagmite, and so it goes as it goes up. There are sections that are almost like windows that you can see in, where it's uh, in sections where it just dangles off of the precipice, and then at other times where it's completely encased in carved inside, and it winds up where it meets the uh, its counterpart at the top. They do connect in this thick pillar. And the staircase is most evident there. This is probably about 40 feet up. And then it right. keeps winding upwards from there and it begins to burrow more and more and then disappears into the ceiling uh, at the So what top. you're saying is that if I ran up that stairwell, there'd be a wall between me and... Yeah, yeah. Cool. And who knows? They would um, probably lead upwards towards the rest of Bell's um, monstrous um, uh, volcano lair. He's, he's an arch right. villain. He's got a volcano lair. Gotta have a volcano And you guys lair. bypassed I mean, all of that by going through that portal. We did, in fact. That's true. I, do, I can do that? Yeah, I can. Sweet. So around here is where yep. I can get to? Looks good. From you... my current angle, yeah. can I see a window there? Um, internet? Is there a window? I'm, I'm going to say at the lower sections, it's actually a little more covered than not. So that's only mm -hmm. about 15, maybe 20 feet up at that point. So I'm going to say no, that section has wall, but about another five feet or so is a little little gap, a little carving out uh, of it. And you can see a little bit of a hole. Okay. So I'm going to need line of sight for what I want to do. Uh, if you stop right about here you could get line of sight on this one for sure okay yeah let's let's try that so i'm gonna move to here yeah oh. henrietta just as everyone attacks and retreats henrietta just and just boom 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 boom, boom just charges yeah. so i've been like in. taking in this scene as this has been going like during the most of the, the talking before i started having to respond to telepathic stuff and I see those chains come off, and I'm like, this is an opportunity. Um, so I'm going to run up, and I don't know if this will work or not, because it's technically not telepathy, and I assume Bell's going to, like, intercept telepathy if I tried that. But it's technically not, so I guess we'll find out. I'm going to, like, let out kind of like a like a, like a, like a, like a two-finger whistle Absolutely. at the, um, the one up there, and I'm casting Message. All right. Absolutely. Yeah, you get its attention. That should be be able to be heard because it's yeah, hmm, interesting. Cool. So, so you, um, you were casting message to the giant on the far north of the room, the one that's right in the far left. Yeah, I'm like, you have no reason to fight here. You're free for the first time. You and your brothers outnumber him. Brothers and sisters. You get like five. I mean, you know harm. You didn't see what happened to the bottom one. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Um, can I get you to? I do, assume some of them are women. Yeah. Can I get you to do a persuasion check? I'd love to do a persuasion check. Uh, you are check? fighting it. Well, technically fighting it. So let's do it with disadvantage. With disadvantage. Twenty-nine with disadvantage. Oh, Boom. nice. I got two twenty-nines. Two twenty-nines. Twenty-nine. All right. I don't know. Um, nice. Not bad. Not bad. And that one is hefting this massive, like, hammer and just kind of pauses and looks around and just barely catches sight of you and your plate mail as you duck around the corner. And it locks eyes with you for a second and kind of looks down at its hammer, looks over at the others. And then back. Yeah, I want to be like at eye level with it, or like maybe I'm probably still a little bit lower, but like I've gotten a little bit You're up. Pretty higher. much eye level it, at this point. Yeah, yeah. It's clearly a sign of respect and not me hiding behind this wall. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we'll see how it takes that. Wow, message. Never got to do that yet. <laughs> I don't know Nothing like that message in combat. Hey. All right. Coming up next Fire Giants. Okay, so the one that you've been beating on hefts itself up off of the, the anvil and just kind of, kind of awkwardly rolls off the side and then picks itself up off the ground and uh, does spend half its movement doing it. And then goes uh, 5, 10, 15, 20 and stops there and decides to just throw... Um, this massive set of tongs, like metal tongs that it had been holding, just like and just hefts them at uh, Darmida and Fenris, who are kind of clustered together a bit to the right side. So I am going to get, uh, I'm going to do a roll. Um, let's see how this goes. This is to hit both of you, because it's that big. Um, yeah, let me see how this goes. Yeah, I don't have line of sight there. Cool. Um, does 22 hit your AC, um, Darmida? I... Yeah. Uh, yes. I don't believe I have shield, so... Yeah. Okay. And then, um, does... 15 hit your AC Fenris 15 does not hit my AC alright so you manage to just see it coming and just flatten yourself and Darmida kind of turns just in time to see this thing just spinning towards you and she doesn't duck out of the way in time and just clacks her uh, she's gonna take uh, 21 bludgeoning damage Oh, sorry. 30 bludgeoning damage. Ooh. My mistake. Wrong wrong thing. Oh. And there's now a massive metal tongs just kind of in behind, right against the wall there. I'm gonna... Now, by the way... Uh, okay, coming up next. Um, the ne This one can't get through. The, the one that just threw is kind of blocking its path, so it comes rushing down. Five, ten, 
15 to kind of see and just shoves the other one by the shoulders like, um, which you can assume is get out of the way and just looks around, grabs a, a hammer off of the um, uh, off the anvil, a relatively small one for like fine work. And I mean, for you, it's a massive war hammer. Uh, and it just turns and just hucks it past this guy trying to hit uh, Valerie. All right. Uh, does Valerie get any cover? Um. Yeah, I'm gonna say your AC is too higher because the other giant's kind of blocking it. So partial, a little bit. So that's gonna be a twenty. Wait, hold on. Rolled a nineteen. Yeah. So twenty-one to hit your AC, Valerie. It does, but I'm going to use deflect missiles. Nice. Oh, 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 oh damn. Yeah. Right. Make your roll. Right. Oh, I've never used that, so... Um, Neither have I. 1d6 plus 16. All right. Um, some... This thing is yeah. flown no, with some it's strength. It's 1d10. 1d10 plus 16. Yeah. Yeah. So, so go ahead and roll it. 22 damage. So uh, 22... The, the damage you take, it's reduced by 22. Nice, that's good. You were going to take 30 damage from this pinwheeling hammer, uh, and you just whack, smack it as it comes in. You end up only taking um, uh, 8 damage, 8 bludgeoning. Okay. All right. Um, most up, okay, up next. This one moves forward. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Gets in behind that one and just grabs it and tries to throw it aside. Uh, so he's just going to use his action to try and shove um, his, his, you know, comrade there. And not terribly successful in it. So they're basically trying to, trying to get at you. Um, but they can't get in there. Uh, and the the last one is just standing there, looking at its hammer, kind of. And looking at the central pillar. <laughs> and um, looks back at the lake of boiling lava just behind it. <sighs> And he turns and dive, rushes and dives into the boiling lava and starts swimming towards the exit. And Bal, who's been laughing and just sitting and watching the fight, uh, let's see if Bal notices. Okay, it's not my intent, but I guess that works. Um, wait, uh, just. Uh, behind the screen, just so you know, he rolled a 20 uh, to be like, should I do this? Or should I try to win my freedom? Or And you you managed to convince it not to attack you, but to make a run. And it, and it was like, well, I want my freedom. No, no I like that. That's a I'm reasonable like reaction to what I did. Yeah. And so it dives into the lake and starts to swim. And Bell... Um, yeah, he he doesn't notice. He's too busy watching these other three giants fall over themselves trying to catch you all. 
and he's just busy stand, sitting on his platform. <laughs> oh yeah. All right, top of the order. Darmina. You all saw it here. I killed one giant. No one can ever say I don't do damage. <laughs> it just uh, <laughs> dove into the lava. Little Dino always tried to swim his way up. Awesome. All right, so Darmina took a heavy hit there. Yeah, I got my quota, yeah. Um, I'm done. Uh, you can... Yeah, I'm not, I... I'm not gonna make you prone, but you got bashed around, and then you just kind of spent yeah. a few seconds steadying yourself. All right. Um, at the guy who just hit me with my hunter's mark, I am going to... Uh... Pepper him again. Right. 29. 29 and, hits. Yeah, you got straight line of shot. Uh, 27. Big. Yeah. Yeah, both of those and hits. So there's two of these. All right. Uh, so that's 29. 29 damage. Couple more arrows. Oof. And Oof. at this point. He's looking pretty rough. Because I thought I was a little, kind of had some cover here, uh, but I guess I don't. So I'm actually, what? It, how dark is it in here? Unfortunately, because of the lava, it's quite well lit. Because of all the all right. boiling red. Pod. Right. You were going to say something about this pool of black goo, and then you stopped. Yeah, you're not over there. Oh. Oh yeah, sure, I know, but I mean, this might be relevant for yep, for could be. She hasn't looked though. Okay. No, I mean, I'm trying not to get killed. Uh, I'm gonna kind of back into this corner, and um, I just gotta check one thing. Sorry. Yeah, I don't. Um. You can use the massive tongs That's for action. Okay. ever so slight cover. <laughs> I'm hiding behind the tongs. <laughs> <laughs> they come up to your knee. It um, doesn't do a lot. That's, a, that's about all I can do. I can't sustain much more all right. hit. So. You hide behind the sorcerer. And what do you want to do? Oh, I guess I you do. did. <laughs> yeah, you did. You, you shot. You do what you do. Fenris. That's it. You're up. Actually. Yeah? Sorry, I do have a bonus action. Sure, what do you want to Right? Yeah, you too. I am going to drink the fire potion, uh, the fire giant potion. The fire giant oh, strength? Oh. All right. Mm-hmm. Sure, really. I don't know. I might need it. Fair okay. enough. That's a release. Okay. Interesting move. Oh, wait. Yeah. I thought I was I was waiting to use that for the big fight. Shit. Well, um, you, haven't, you, you, you have it yeah, on your possession? No. Do you have any healing potions? I mean, if I was getting me, I wouldn't let you drink it now anyway, but that's just me. You weren't there, yeah. Yeah. Um... I don't actually have any potions. I oh, I do. I do. 
uh, have a, a very minor healing potion. It's up to you. Um, I guess I would be fumbling around uh, to try to find. I don't. Just I don't know if I'd be able to distinguish, so I don't think it would be a bonus action at that point because I'd have to figure out which is which. Yeah, you're kind of clinking around in your, right? in your side bag. All right. That's yeah, I don't have a bonus action then. No problem. Yeah, I don't have one. Sorry. Coming up next, Fenris. Yeah. Valerie, you're on deck. Fenris. Mm-hmm. So I see these three and. That's a bit problematic with what they can do. I am going to... I'm going to spend... Oh, man. I really want to fireball them. <laughs> but I know that that might just... It, it, it did do really well last time. Um... Okay. I'm going to spend two sorcery points, and I'm going to cast Darkness. Okay. Aw, oh, man. <laughs> Fuck. Yup. <laughs> I'm just going to... There goes my friend. Oh. Yeah, I'm yeah, just going to cast doubled, it. Right? <laughs> I'm invisible now. No, no, no. Uh, I'm not casting it... Um, yeah, actually, I, I am casting it. I'm casting it on me, Darkness. Okay. Nice. And that's out 20, yep. right, from you? Yep. Okay. Cool. Something like that? Points, right? Yeah, I'm, cool. and I'm going to quick cast it, by the way. Okay. Okay. So... So... Someone turned out the lights. Just... Yeah, And basically. you can see through it. I can see through it. Yeah. Although Valerie um, can. And... Neither can no, Darth Vader. Sorry. I don't think. No. Actually, can you see through magical? Because you're like special. Okay, cool. No. I wasn't sure. I didn't think so, but wasn't sure. Nope. Um, and so then I'm also going to cast with a cantrip. Um, chill touch on the wounded one. Nice. Okay, make your roll. So I guess the question is, is that um, if it's if it can't like if it's affected by darkness, is it advantage or is it just straight roll? Um, it's basically blinded, so it's yeah. a advantage. Because mm-hmm. you Correct. can see and it can, so yeah. Correct. Yep. Twenty-two Good. hits. 22 hits. Yeah, roll for damage. Okay. Okay, rolling 3d8 necrotic. Oh, Ooh, terrible. 8 damage. 8 damage. Well, yeah, I'm not going to spend this. It does claw at it a little bit, but it doesn't do a ton. It it hurts it. Yeah. It does hurt it. Yeah. And you I'm just going to gently gonna... caress his thigh in the dark. Yeah. And it's like that's canon. And I'm, and I'm just kind of, uh, yeah, I'm basically going to 
Yeah, I'm gonna end my turn. All right, and you you're basically trying to switch places with Bella. <laughs> no, you hide by me. No, I hide by you. All right, um, and I'm gonna press this button because I have this thing from Sirenscape. It's called the Fire Giant Fight. I have to try it. Nice. <laughs> Okay, it didn't do that much, but anyway. Okay. So, coming up next, we're going to go with Valerie. You are in pitch blackness. You can feel the heat uh, of where the lava pool is, but you can't see it. So, if I want to move out of this, how would that work? Um, Choose a direction. Yeah, well, because you can fly... <laughs> You'll probably not be too much at risk of, like, falling in the lava pool. And you can hear the giants kind of shoving and grunting just on the opposite side there. They're only about 15 feet away from you. So you knew so where they I were. Okay. I want to move here. Uh, you can fly in that sorry. direction and hope that you, um, you might hit some of the walls. Uh, you might hit them. So you want to fly in the direction towards the sound, but maybe just a little to the right of them. That's right. Okay. Can I get you to roll? Um, you could probably follow the heat of the lava river, actually, which would be yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. Although it's a bit of sensory overload. Uh, so I'm going to get yeah, you to roll true. a... Yeah. Can I get you to roll a perception or survival check? Hmm. Cool. All right. Yeah. Okay. Looks that thing's pretty good. Yeah, not that roll. Yeah, not that roll. With a 10. So, I'm going to roll a d8. Good old grenade scatter. I don't know if that's on this. <laughs> I don't know if that's on this DM screen I have. Might not be. I don't think. Oh, 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 I see. That's a, that's a, gotcha. <laughs> yes, that one might have. All right. North is one. So, one, two... Three, four, five. Okay, so you you go forward and you hear this loud grunt in front of you and you're like, oh, I don't want to go too close to the... Ooh, plot point. A set of low-power enchanted goggles that allow for dark vision hits Valerie in the face. You know what? Just a sec. Absolutely, Alfin. Love the suggestion. Thank you. All right, so... Uh, Valerie, you go flying forward and then you hear the... the <clears throat> that you can hear of these, these giants and you deke left sure that a, uh, a swing is inbound and you go flying a little bit and you go you hit a, a stone wall and you can feel this incredible heat bubbling beneath you and you can feel this wall in front of you and then all of a sudden shh, the darkness kind of peels back and you can see the stone wall just in front of you you are just on the edge of the magical darkness just down here, maybe five feet of hovering above the lava, just flap it, flap of your wings. Um, thankfully, you didn't fall in lava because you can fly. Um, and you've now used one, five, 10, 15, 20, 25 of your movement. So you still have more. And you can now see as you're, hey, a, you're in a here. small outcropping just to the right. 
Alright, so I'll move here then. Nice. So you deke around the giant fight just kind of south of the anvil uh, where they're busy shoving and one of the giants is completely enveloped in a wall of darkness and the other two were busy trying to just just trying to shove each other. So this is where Falmeri wishes that he was a bard to challenge these very smart fire giants to a riddle. But failing that... By all means. Oh, and by the way, you do see on the side of the anvil that you're closest to, kind of draped over the end, a set of goggles that look really large, but they look nice. And they don't look like they've been crafted by a giant, but they look like they might actually fit one. Hanging off the end of this anvil, maybe five feet just just above you. In fact, I would even let you get that five feet because you still have some movement left if you want it. They are almost belt size on you right now. I'll keep that in mind, but like imagine go... seeing um, one of the WWE wrestling belts just dangling, but it's goggles. <laughs> Got it. All right, I'll keep that in mind, but. Valerie goes and yells out a command, blinded by the light, and then uses gem of brightness, 30 foot, uh, and they have to do a DC 15 constitution. All right. All right. And what's the range on that? 30 feet? It's a 30 foot cone. Oh, you can get all of them. Yep. Um, would that disenchant the uh, darkness? Isn't that usually how the spells work? No, no, um, the spells explicitly usually take it. So it would be the other way around. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, here's the thing. Usually darkness overrides a level one light. But right. a higher level light will override a darkness. So in a 30-foot cone, I'm going to assume with a DC uh, 15, it's a higher level than the level two darkness. So I'm going to assume. Well, what I'm saying is that generally in the rules text, it will say this spell dispels light or this spell dispels darkness. Um, so unless you... the light cone says that, it probably should. Um, no, it doesn't. It doesn't say it. the darkness. Um, I'm going to okay. say because right? like darkness explicitly says if any of the spell area overlaps with an area of light spell created by a second level or lower, the light is dispelled. But that is like that is a that is a spell effect. Yeah. There, in this case, there's no mention in any of the in any of the commands that it dispels darkness. So the darkness is still up then. So as you shine it on those two in front of you, it, you can't get the third one who is enveloped in the darkness. All I right. Um, and so all of that is brilliant light, and they both fail. They're safe with a they're seven and a six. Like Although it's gone. So, ooh. Oh. Sorry, uh, one oh. of them got a 14 and the other one got a 17. So 17 saved. Oh, you know. So the one that failed is blinded for a minute. Alright, that is the Do one at the back. They make saves at the end of their turns? Or yeah, they can, they can repeat the saving throw at the end of each of its turns. So. Cool. Uh, oh, I'm just going to give him this, the frowny face. Because he's, <sighs> sure. he's a bit blind. But the other one isn't like, partly enveloped in the darkness, kind of oddly protected him. He's like, and ducks his head into the darkness. <laughs> All right. You got one of them. Nice. And uh, any other any other things? 
Uh, not right now. Thankfully, I still have a bonus action for anything that they try to do to me. <laughs> you can't spend a bonus no. on their turn, though. No, but uh, sorry, I can. Oh, re I got it. Yeah, for a reaction, anyways. Yeah, right. I don't have anything that that would do anything in the. I I would let you grab those goggles for a, for a bonus. All right, let's do it. Nice. I don't know what they do, but uh, do a strength check for me. That sounds yeah. like a bonus action, yeah. <laughs> strength check. DC's not super right. high. Oh. Is it higher than three? <laughs> it is higher than three. You go to pull them and you're like, those look pretty good. You grab it and try to fly away. And they're looped around the anvil on that end. And you go... <laughs> as the strap catches and pulls you, holds you in place. <clears throat> I like shiny. Shiny. All right, coming up next, Henrietta. Cool. You just so see that. Running, uh, you okay, see that please. thing dive into the lava river and start swimming yeah, away. Take a look. Like, all right, that's not what I was expecting, but that'll work. Um, and I will like continue up here until I see a, a window that lets me see what the heck's going on over here. Sure. Let's go to here and assume okay. it's more or less open on that side. So you right. can you can cool. see the, the cone of darkness, the brilliant light. Um, does it stay on or does it just flash and then stop? Good question. I think it's just a flash to the, that just sounds that kind of ability. Um, but, you know, because of timing and stuff, I'm probably getting there, like, just about, like, as the flash is, like, you know, fading. And I'm like, yeah. yeah, it's a... It's a blinding light that's it from the third frequency so I would imagine it's just yeah it's a one time thing it's a one and done alright oh, so you Jesus do know Christ. that that happens oh, my dog just oh. farted in the room man oh, 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 oh. oh constitution saving throw <sighs> so this one next to me is like clearly reeling am yeah. I like higher than them now or am I yeah, you're a little like, above them away. at this point you're about 30-35 feet up in the air not much Ooh, above. They're almost. You're just ever so slightly above. You can see their red hair from the back. Okay, I'm gonna just try and basically right repeat what I did before. I'm gonna because I can't really see what's going on with Armida from where I am uh, or Fenders. I mean, even if the darkness wasn't there, I couldn't, uh, unfortunately. But with darkness, definitely not. Um, but you know, I can see the darkness. So then they're they're hidden in there somewhere. So I feel pretty good about them being uh being okay. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to try and message, uh, not me yeah, message, uh, this one, just as I had before, the one that's not blinded. Right. Um, the one okay. might be a little too confused to do it, and I'm just going to basically say? say the same stuff as before. If you want me to repeat it, I can, but otherwise, I, like, sure. same sort of pitch, right? Like, like, you're free. Like, you don't need to do this. There's more of you than Bell. This, this not what we want this is not what you want um is that enough yeah that's that's perfect uh make cool. your persuasion check with disadvantage okay yeah they they really are in combat so that makes sense um persuasion that's 21 holy shit with disadvantage and the like the one like that's blinding grabs onto this one's like hey how's it going 
Ninja Monkey Streamer Raid. Thanks very much. Thanks for dropping by, everybody. We are playing some Dungeons and Dragons. All right, back to the fight at hand. They're fighting fire giants in the pit of Bell, the arch devil. Why wouldn't you? All right. Um, so. Did anything happen? Um, yes, actually. This one who's being tugged on by the other uh, blinded one kind of stops and starts yelling in giant at it and starts, they start shaking each other and they start slapping the one that just its shoulders poking out of the darkness and they start yelling. Now you don't speak giant, do you? I do not speak giant. Um, okay. I will remind you that uh, a target of a message can have a reply though, which maybe that's, that's the thing, fair. probably not, but they, they can. I just forgot about it until after. Thank you, PPG squad. Appreciate it. We're doing good tonight, AG. And by the way, we do take viewer suggestions, so if you got some ideas, spend some plot points and we can make it part of the game. So um, so what you hear in reply, and you understand it because it's because of the magic of the spell, and it replies back, cool. We need our freedom, but it is too powerful. We are bound. Maybe we not kill, not eat. And then it's out of words. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna try to take that, but good. All right, coming up next. Yes, yeah, <laughs> Yeah, uncanny. Feel free to spend some plot points. Yeah, yeah, I, I, it's all about uh, the suggestions there, Jordan, uh, 209010. Anyway, um, so at this point, there's a bit of a reprieve. The battle kind of quiets down for a few seconds. Only Fenris can tell. Uh, Darmida, it just gets quiet in the dark for a few seconds. Uh, it is now the giant's turn. This, the, the one giant that is messaging with, um, with Henrietta grabs the other blinded one and they start pulling themselves back this way a little bit. And um, and that one kind of, they're, they're having a heated discussion in Giant that you cannot understand. Internet, I'm going to need uh, something that these two Giants are telling each other in the middle of the fight. It can, it can literally be anything. Like, hey, you stole my girlfriend. I don't know. Internet... These two giants are having a conversation because the bard convinced them to try to do something other than murderate. This one, however, is is committed, and um, he he moves over to this spot right here and just feels around around the base of that bridge that goes across the lava, and uh, and just wraps its massive. Hey, you stole my taquito salad bowl is what one giant says to the other, and the giants, the other one replying is like, Yeah, well, you, you're stupid. They start arguing with each other rather than fighting, and that's, that's because of the bard. Giant one, you stole my sweet roll. That was a rock. I eat rocks. What? Rock or tasty? Thanks, Yuffin. <laughs> All right, so the giant that isn't kind of influenced by Henrietta grabs onto the the bridge and just starts pulling and you see the rock start starts tearing and he's he 
just begins to tear that bridge down. The little bridge over to you. Interesting. So that is now a, a pretty big gap that he's now pu pulled a chunk out and then he's got this stone in his hands and he's in the darkness and he's just going to blindly whip it towards you. Um, let's get, let's see how this goes. This is with disadvantage. Oh, rolls a nat one. Um, <laughs> okay. He he literally goes to throw it and it, go, it goes backwards. Like it just flings it behind it, pinging the one that is blinded. And it thinks that now that the one who... Um, who said that was a rock. Um, uh, he, he thinks he just hit him. So he just punches his brother um, in, in the head. When you see or, Rita put her like, head in her hands, just like, this is not how I pictured this going. <laughs> um, oh. And 21 <laughs> plus 12, uh, that's going to be 20, which does hit. So he, so the one giant that's blinded is now punching the one that isn't and is trying to convince them not to murder you guys. Um, and it is a brawl with the giants over there. <laughs> Why you hit me? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Yelvin. All right, meanwhile, the other throw, because it gets multiple attacks, it, it's going to throw the other chunk of bridge in towards where those little puny sorcerers hiding and rolls pretty good. Uh, 24. Fenris, does that hit your AC? That hits my AC. Alright. And Darmida, um, can I get you to do dexterity saving throw with disadvantage? Okay. So Fenris, you're taking 30 points of bludgeoning damage as a very large chunk of former bridge goes flying at you. Okay. And just clips you on the way by. Ooh, that's 24. 24. Right above max hit points. Nice. Darmida, you hear Fenris cry out and you flatten yourself against the wall and you can feel the stone go pressing past you in the darkness because they're enveloped in a, a globe of darkness. All right. So Fenris finally took some damage. That My goal as a DM is finished. Um, you, guys can, <laughs> you guys can finish now. Never oh, get to hurt Fenris. You gave shield. the sorcerer mithril armor in like episode one. <laughs> That's your fault. <laughs> it's true. Freaking Bilbo. Yeah. All right. Uh, coming up next. I guess you gave it to Hen, and Hen gave it to him because she's an idiot. Um. At this point, Bell looks around. He's been enjoying the fight and laughing at the stupid giants and kind of nodding, taking in what you guys are doing. Um, and it, it can now see Darmida and sees you kind of peek around the corner and talk or look at the giant and then duck back. And it, it Bell kind of narrows his eyes and then looks around. Where's the other one? Uh, get back here. And he extends one. He extends one hand out like this, like a, a uh, all five fingers stretched out like he's grabbing something in the air and then just pulls it towards him and then waits a few seconds and then there's this <laughs> and um, there's this splash of lava from the lava river where this fire giant had managed to swim 
pretty much out of the chamber and gets flung directly through this wall, smashes through all these weapons and stuff, just get flung all around, taking out an entire full weapons rack of all these kinds of weapons, um, pretty much anything imaginable. Hellfire, forged long swords, all of that comes slamming through the rock wall and is now hovering like maybe about 10 feet, 5, 10 feet next to Belle, just as though like a cat, like you grabbed a cat by the scruff of the neck and are holding it up and he's but this invisible hand and Belle is just clutching his claws, this big pit fiend staring out at this even larger giant who just looks terrified and Belle's like that was not part of the deal. And then the giant's head just goes, spins all the way around, and just the whole thing just hangs there, and then Bell just releases, and it, it just drops and hits the ground like a sack of, of like, ugh, and the head's lolling at this weird angle, and it is just crumpled in the ground. There is now a really a new hole in the wall there. All right, uh, now it's back to the top of the order. Darmita. Okay. I'm... I'm going to close my eyes and go inward to my hunter's mark and train on my hunter's mark. All right, absolutely. You know where it is. You're just like, do a perception check. Normally you'd have advantage. You're at disadvantage. So let's just do a straight check. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. You focus on his breathing. And I'm going to take two shots. All right. Hey, thanks. Thanks very much, Uncanny Tree, and everybody else for the raid. Appreciate it very much. I understand you got to move on, but thanks for the suggestions. We do this every Thursday and a couple of the times, so uh, drop by anytime. We also do podcast version, so you can check out the back episodes. Thanks for coming, everybody. And if you're going to stick around, cash in some more plot points. That was fun. Um, All right, so, Darmida, you know exactly where he is. 21 hits. And then for the second. Uh, 14 sadly does not. Good news is you don't see it. Oh, but you have your thing. I I do. I know if I hit. Yeah, you know you missed. So, So that's a 24. That hits. I... I'm sad I don't get the piercing damage, but uh, so that's a 14 plus. He's pretty close. He's definitely, you can hear the labored breathing. Fuck me. Um, Only three more, but still 17. 17, yeah. Hold up. 17. Hold up. Hold on. (laughs) You're just in the dark. You close, you're not even facing that way, and you just focus on the breathing of let one go, let the next go, and you know it missed. You get the third shot, 
and in the darkness you just see this massive giant's eye go and an arrow strikes right in the eye and you hear him gasp and drop to the to the hit point nice job <laughs> um, 160 Thump. that one falls its massive body I'm actually not going to delete it but um, its massive body is now kind of blocking your path you you executed and... him in the dark that was that was pretty <laughs> that's pretty rad All and right. I know Bell saw and I'm just can I just yell out you've seen what we can do stop this <laughs> well I'll think about it Fenris what do you want to do you can see them So they've basically... They're fighting each other right now. I tell them... So I'm going to tell them to surrender and return to their service. They failed their test. Nice. They are no match for us. Make either... Persuasion or deception? Your choice. How confident are you feeling? Pretty confident. Persuasion. There you go. Uh, it's a, it's the same bonus for each one. Anyway, either of them. So. Uh, okay. Twenty-one. Nice. As they're speaking in giant. You don't speak giant, right? I don't speak giant. Um, you what you see is the one who's blind is just like held by the scruff, and the other one who can see is like about to pound it does give him a good shot and looks at you or towards the darkness, then calls up at Bell and says something in giant. It's like what I did. And mm-hmm. After a few seconds, Bell kind of hovers a little bit over, so you can see him in the background there, and uh, uh, and he gets a little bit lower down, and he he's sitting in his throne, and he looks over at all of you and just goes. <laughs> well, I suppose. That'll do. You bested my giant. You befuddled their minds, puny though they are. You even turned one of them against me momentarily. Fine. I'll back your play. But we need to get something to make it work. 
and the rest of you pathetic imbeciles. There's work to do. Get back to your forges. And when he says that, the chains go around the neck of the two. Uh, actually, all all of them. The chains snake across and clamp onto their necks on these um, uh, collars around their necks again and begin tugging them back into place, even the ones that are fallen. So this one gets pulled back up to this forge up here. Um, uh, this one gets drawn back to all the way back to the far corner. The body, crumpled with the arrow in its eye, gets and then dragged. The blood just kind of li- leaving the trail as it's dragged back to its forge and hefted upright, the head lolling around. The other one in the corner with the broken neck, the same thing, gets dragged back to its. And then Bell... Um, yeah, sorry, go ahead. Can I still try and grab those goggles? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. Um, go do a strength check. Ah. Uh, or acrobatics. Uh, acrobatics. <laughs> I would pick that too. Oh. Fucking goggles. <laughs> Good. You shouldn't have been allowed to use acrobatics. That's bogus. <laughs> so, here's what happens. First of all, that's the giant that's dead. And it gets dragged back to its forge, over the forge. And its legs and arms just... <laughs> weekended burning, right? And it drags over this thing. And as you're trying to pull the goggles off the end, the massive arm of the giant goes... <laughs> uh, and then uh, goes over one of your wings, <laughs> pinning you between the dead giant and the anvil. You are restrained. Um, the porn goggles. The darkness is gone. Um, yeah, I, I, once everything goes back, I let sure. it go. I, I just erased point, the lines. Yeah. The tongues I, are still very much there. Can I just nonchalantly walk over to the fire giant I killed and just uh, start gathering up? My arrows that are still intact. Uh, you're going to need Without... to make a leap to get across the the chasm because the bridge is still destroyed. I'll activate my boots. Nice. All right. All right. You activate your. Uh, I think you did use them in the last fight. Yeah, but they're they're a certain amount. Oh, of I time. did. Yeah, the last fight. Or was that I the used day them before, before that. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, no problem. I didn't use them because, remember, you told me you used them action. against the Remmerheads. Right. You did, because then I couldn't. You weren't in range of my stuff because you yeah. flew away. Um, but regardless, it doesn't use... It's, it's not one use per, like, 24 No, hours. it can last for four hours. Okay, yeah. it, let's say it's within four hours, sure. So you, you fly over, and you start just yanking out. You fly right up next to the head that's just kind of lolling on the chain, and the eye is open, and you just grab it and it's just dripping with eye icker. I'll just wipe want, it off. Wipe it on his I want beard. Him moving that up further to the next uh, to the next window up here. Sure, you're now uh, 45 like feet. What I would up. have been doing if my journey happened. Yeah. Um, so I can see Bell. Um, these windows, I assume, are like 
like arrow loops effectively. They're not like real windows that I can like jump out of or anything. Well, some of them are quite wide, and some of them are act as like a railing, an open railing. Others are there's no railing. It's just stair that if you go too close, you could fall over. So it really varies. Um, at this point, it is um, a, this one has a slight lip, like a, about a foot up off the ground, but it is essentially a, a rough. It's not a window. It's like a rough hole. Um, in the cool. in the stalagmite, and so you're looking out. You're actually eye level with Bell. Yeah. Um, I wish I was better with words, cause I got a lot on my mind. All right. Yeah. Move on. All right. Move so, um, Darmida's retreat for arrows. Fenders, do you want to do anything? Um, I mean, I, so, so I, you know, I'm just want to like key off what he said, uh, said that there was still something, sorry, what was he, what did he say before? Like he people said, were doing their thing? there is something we need before I can help you. Sure. And so in my mind to say, what do you need? Well. Let's just say it would be very nice to have back something of mine the Zeriel took. A spy of Zeriel's, my former protege. And when she turned and took these, it was great insult to me. And I want them back. I need adamantian rods. They were very useful here in my forge. I need nine adamantian rods. If you bring that back, then I can help you. I can tell you of something that can defeat Zeria and free your precious Elturel. Nine, you say. And this protege, former protege, and like, you know, Sarnia, she has them? She stole them and gave them as an offering of her allegiance to Zario. Now, can I do an insight check on like what these rods are f like? F sure. Are for? Yeah. And so, I know that he. Okay. See, I like writing things down, and when you said nine, that kind of. All right. Anyways, I'll do an insight check. Yeah, do it. Um. Let me just see what my insight is. Okay. Let's see. Eh, ten. Don't really know if he's what he's his game is at, but okay. It's fine. it's hard to tell. He is hard to read, but um, <coughs> he seems to be honest about this. Is a slight. This was um, okay. This he was insulted and wounded by both 
um, Sarnia's betrayal, but also these particular items. And so he's quite keen on getting these back. And but, I mean, it's hard to tell beyond that. Okay. All right. When I say then, all right, where is she? Do you know? That's the thing. She offered them to Zeriel in a difficult time. Zeriel was still consolidating her power. And has since changed a few locations. So, could be at Zeriel's new fortress? In her old fortress? She could have hidden them anywhere by now. Sarnia would know. So if you could get that from her, you would have my blessings. But... Hmm. There is another who might know. You could speak to a Sibrix, a demonic, strange husk of a creature that goes around and it uh, observes. They hoard forbidden knowledge. And there was one particularly close to where Zarnia met with Zeriel. It might know. It also happens. I know where it is. And it is being interrogated by Zeriel's foot soldiers. If you were to get that information from it, then, well, hopefully it would know what became of the rods. Is this like a, are we in group chat? Like everyone else can hear this? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, really? That, um, did not, I did not expect that that changes a lot. Uh, yeah, I think so. Mostly for the sake of making it easier yeah. on me. Since yeah. when? So, Sibirix, so there's a Sibirix that w that he knows where it is. He doesn't know where Cerny is. But the Sibirix would probably know. Right. Where these rods are. Nine rods. This whole time, Henna's just been like staring livid at Bell through the opening. Like, just... Like quietly seething, like running through every scenario in her head. And I think we like actually see her hand like like twitching next to the mace at her hip. <laughs> nice. Nice. And at one awkward moment, Belle's busy kind of locking eyes with Benris, and then it looks over at Henrietta and does an insight check. And just smiles. As if to say, Give me more. <laughs> more of your precious hatred. <laughs> That's me, the DM, though. That's just the impression. Make a wisdom save. 
It does? Or you That's do? That's a five. No, what I What happens? I mean, technically it's a nine, which isn't the worst. Okay. <sighs> I'm going to start talking. That's so dumb, and I'm sorry, everybody here. <laughs> I just like shout out like, like like he's like yeah he's 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 goading me right like he is like Bill. You are the worst monster that I've seen down here, and I know you're gonna take that as a compliment. Why, thank you. But it's not. I get it. Everyone here has a motive. You're at war. War takes a lot. I understand that, but you did not have to do what you just did. You, no one made you do that. What? The giants? <laughs> oh, I could do so much more. Watch. No, I jump. I, I'm gonna jump and I'm gonna clock him in the head. Nice. Alright. Oh, With wait a weird for this. curse makes that I don't know what does. <laughs> All right. I might have. Can any of us react to this? Yeah. Sure. I think I don't think you can. You're all just like. <laughs> uh, what's my attack roll? <laughs> yep. You just try to free really. yourself. Um, I have a uh, maze plus one cursed on my sheet. I guess that's probably it. Yep. Go ahead and make that roll. Um. That whiffs real hard. Oh, like, yeah. Really bad. Yeah. <laughs> and I have to, like, jump to do it because I'm in this doorway. Good. That's exactly what we need here. All right. You know, yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's something else happens. Um, first of all, um, <laughs> so you leap and you just you land on the platform that Bell is on. As you swing and then land right next to him, just kind of half cool. toppling off the side, and you you grab a part of the the throne to steady yourself, and it mm -hmm. and Bell Bell just pulls his head back a little as the maze just whiffs right in front of his face. Yeah. Um, at that point, uh, first of all, Fallery, do a athletics or acrobatic check. Um, and as you did this, Bell was like, Whoa! <laughs> I see there is some fight in you yet. But is there 15. enough? And, um... Okay, thank you. Uh, Valerie, you your goggles are now free. You have your goggles. And after you grab them for a few seconds, they start to shrink. Down to smaller size. Okay. All right. Meanwhile, um, it's like four on the die. Okay, cool. Does anybody else want to do anything? Because you've just seen Henrietta take a swing at Bell. So, um, do we like have turn action? Because I think uh, I'm probably going to do something. Um, it's going to be top of the order. Uh, actually, that was okay. Henrietta. Now it's Bell. Then it'll, I'll just keep the previous one. So that was sure, Henrietta. Then it's cool. uh, Bell. Then it's Darmida. So Bell. Yep. Um. <laughs> Can I attack again? 
Uh, that was my turn. Th- yeah, that was, I have th- two attacks. Yep, you get two attacks. Go for it. Cool. Ooh, how much better? Um, that's a sixteen, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. That one hits, but just it just just causes his jaw to twist a oh, little bit. A low AC. Um, it didn't actually it damage armor, him. as opposed to him dodging. Yeah. 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 He just and he's like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm lower now. I'm like have to attack the hamstrings, which is like a shame. I'd rather get. Oh no, he's sitting. He's sitting in his chair, um, though. So okay, you're that's fair. You come up yeah. to almost shoulder, and I'm he's kind of leaning girl. forward. At this point, um, he, you need to do a wisdom saving throw. I would love nothing more than to get a ten on that saving throw. <laughs> <laughs> you are held as it's cast hold monster on you. Nice. And you're just like cool. really lock up on the just I that first a telepathic link. Is that correct? No, I'm thinking control. Sorry. Mm-hmm. No, is that right? No, I'm thinking control. Command? Something like that. You know what I'm saying. Uh, this one. Yeah, it's literally this bell hold monster. All right. That is Bell's turn. Um, next up, Darmida. Um, I, I feel like Darmida would have seen Hen jump and mm-hmm. do this. Uh, even though she's probably, you know, been kind of picking up her arrows yeah, this you were whole wiping time. it in the beard of the giant. Yeah, you know, I had, I peppered it with quite a few, so, you know, I had oh, a few to get back. But I feel like at this point, Darmida will uh, step around to here. You're still technically flying. You're also the closest. Oh one. right. Um. I'll step around to here, and I'm going to. This is something like even Bella's shocked a little bit. <laughs> As a player, I'm a little shocked. Um, didn't anticipate this. No. I feel like Darmida would just kind of be sitting there, literally going. We can talk about it after. And <laughs> they're having a role reversal here for uh, a uh, hot second. I love it. Mm-hmm. And and that's yeah that's what I would do. All right, I, I would not react. You get a little uh, bit closer, and that's it. All right, uh, coming yeah. up next, Fenris. Oh, sorry. On at the end of Darmida's turn, Bell uses a legendary action. I actually do have a question. Yeah, because I believe someone goes before Bell. Which of the giants does any of them react? Um. You're held, so you don't personally see what happens. But you do see, um, especially this one um, that wasn't blinded that you'd last messaged. You hear the clanking yeah. of chains as it's kind of peeking around and it stopped hammering. 
uh, and it's peeking around that center stairway column, mm-hmm. watching you mm-hmm. take a swing at this thing. And it's just like, uh, like holy shit, she meant it. Yeah. <laughs> like... Um, it sees, it's observing, and you hear the clanking of chain. But that's that's it for now. Cool. Good. So I want to thank you. Back okay. to where you are. Uh, Fenris. Uh, um, did you say legendary action? Oh yeah, thank yeah. you. Legendary action. Uh, so Bell is going to do. Um, hmm. Uh, Bell is going to snap his fingers, and on the platform next to him, this snowstorm this five foot or actually ten foot localized snowstorm just to his left um henrietta is paralyzed just to his right um and next to him comes this ice devil because this tiny hole in reality to this incredibly cold place uh, and an ice devil steps through yes master and this, it's such a contrast in this room, the hot and the cold, the steam is just, it's causing a localized uh, fog cloud. And, um, and Bell turns to it and says, Do me a favor. Take out this trash. And um, it gives a slight bow. That's it. It's now got an ice devil next to it. That's that's it for now, though. Okay, coming up next, Fenris. Where is the uh, the Ice Devil? Is not next to Henrietta, though. Right? Uh, it's not there yet. I'm trying to find some. I I don't have an Ice Devil handy, but I have an sure. itty bitty. I have an itty bitty. Pretend this Bone Devil is an Ice Devil. Yeah. And they're both up okay. on that platform. Ice Devil's large or medium? They're large, right? I think they're large. Yeah. The platform is really not that big. It's like only kind of five foot yeah. radius around him. Mm-hmm. So it's a little precarious. Sorry, guys. I blasted right past the break. I did not expect Henrietta to take a swing at him. All right. Oh, boy. What do you want to do, Fenris? Just take a step closer to the edge. You're in range. Just. Just in range if I move. You're gonna have to move across that broken thing if it's 60 feet. It's 65 feet away from you. 65 feet away from me. Well, technically, the Pythagoras would be even a little bit more. If oh, you want to leap to get across that chasm, I need an athletics check. Uh, what do you want to do? I am going to... 
Because like the athletics is going to be a straight roll, so probably not so good. Henrietta, you are just out of reach. Are you going to do foolish? Or are you going to... What are you going to do? Uh, nope. No, no, no. I am going to bonus action Misty Step. Nice. You can you can actually get pretty, what, 30 feet, right? Yeah. All right. Where do you want to be? Basically there. Okay. So kind of and, just and... a little behind Darmida. She's hovering about 20 feet in the air. Yeah. And They're then up about with my action. 35, 40 feet. Oh, in the air, huh? Mm -hmm. Uh, and I'm going to call out to Bell and say, uh, in my mind, and say, you know, congratulations on provoking her. But we have use for her when it comes to finding the Sybrix and returning your rods. Shall we be off? Or did you? is it really worth making a point that you've already gained on her? <laughs> Can't it be both? And no persuasion check? Uh, go ahead and roll persu persuasion. Twenty-four. Whoa. Good. Ooh. Um. I'm gonna say that's insight then. Twenty-eight. Bell. Kind of touches the spot on his chin where Henrietta clipped him with the mace. Didn't do any damage, but did clip. I'll say this. She's brave. But he's smart. I suppose you'll need both. And then in your head, you hear. If we are to take out Zeriel. I nod my head at that. And he snaps his fingers. And Henrietta's head spins 180 degrees, cracking her neck, and falls off the platform in a heap below. <laughs> ah, I might come to like you. But there's business to be done. Get up, all of you. There's work to be done. And at that, the head spins back around on the giant that was spun around, the bones snapping back into place and with this reddish pulse of like energy. Um, and the giants gasp. The ones that he died, and the one whose eye is just ruined, he blinks, and there's still a hole in the eye, but it's brought back to life. And Henrietta, your head slowly reaches back around as this 
pit fiend archdevil brings you back to life. And you're laying on your back, a mortal that took a swing at Bell. Yeah, we'll be back. No worries. So. I would say something. Good. So, Henrietta, you are back to life. Lying on your back, 40 feet beneath this, um, beneath this, the ice devil leaps nice. off. I have lands. literally taken fall damage. Sweet. Oh, you would have been, yeah, well, you were already <laughs> dead, but you're aching, but you are alive. And yeah. um, I didn't expect no save or no damage roll. That's, that's intense. And, uh, um, it was it was essentially a coup de gras. You were held. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. I was held. Uh, I mean, we saw him do the same trick on a giant, which well, has more were, health than I do. There was a reason <laughs> for that one. That one involved the the deal that it it had made yeah, with Bell. You I'm had no such good. deal, but you were vulnerable. So that's why. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Cool. All right. Um, so with that, Bell kind of floats a little higher up and looks at you all and says, Well then, I guess you could do me this pittance of a favor. And he's saying this out loud and all the giants are kind of back to work. Um, you go talk to this there, Rex. Bring me what I want. And I will work to ensure that all of you get exactly what you need. Did the one that like our party kill come back to? Yeah, but just the one he killed. No, no. All of them. Cool, yeah. He still has a hole, but... Yeah, he's got a hole in his eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're saying, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Just like like your back hurts. And looks over, sees them, looks up at Bell. I think she, yeah, she has a small smile. That's not a reaction that she expected. Not the dying, the bringing people back part. Mm. It's good in there. All right. Somewhere, somewhere. And you all look back, and the stones from that um, little pathway that the giant destroyed are busy going, reassembling back into place into this thing. And that black ooze comes bubbling up out of the out of the plain ground that you had. Um, nobody looked, but it had disappeared. So it yeah, comes it bubbling sense. back up again. And um, and Bell, um, as you guys regather together on your way back out. Bell says, Wait. We do need to make this official. You. Lay down. And he's in the one giant, the first one that you hunter marked. Actually, technically, it's still hunter marked. Uh, leans okay. over the anvil, and this one of the swords flies off the wall behind and goes... Um, hovering over this giant's back and begins carving 
these words into the giant's bare back. And it's it's drawing up a contract. Oh. And it's in Infernal. Anyone who can read Infernal can read these large, bloody words that are being etched on this giant. What's it say? It says... Me and, me um, go ahead and roll a... Let's say a perception. And... In, eh, yeah, let's say perception check. Or insight. Anybody can. I can read Infernal. You want to help me, Darmita? <laughs> I think That's I'm over help. my... Uh, 20. Oh. oh. Um, yeah, yeah, it would help. Right, I'm over my advantage. shock. Yeah, I can hear me. Hey, Carl. Yeah, sorry, Carl. Can you hear us? We can hear uh-huh. you, Carl. Poor Carl. Yeah, he had this problem the other day. Ooh, ho, ho, ho. Discord oh, does not thank love you. Him. I think we're thank you, Tarmita. No. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, you're 26, welcome. Twenty-six, not twenty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. So, there's a couple things that happen here, and you see this infernal contract being written up between your party, and, um, and Bell, which, the bulk of it says. Bring me the nine rods. Or what he says is, um, find these nine rods. Uh, find these nine rods. Adamantian rods. Adamantian rods. And I will assist you in the overthrow of Zeriel. And then it goes on at length, and it's quite convoluted in places. And. Um, one of the clauses catches your eye. It's almost like lawyer type speak. And it, and one of the clauses says, uh, after speaking with the Cerebrix, um, yeah. use... Oh, hey, Carl. I can hear you. Yeah, that was never the problem. He couldn't hear us. Poor Carl. Yeah. All right. Well, he'll have to watch it a replay like everybody else. I'm going to server deafen him. And then server undeafen him. What's that? Hey, Carl. No? No. No joy. Let's just wrap up. Let's just wrap up. So, in the contract, it says you're to find out where these adamantine rods are. And it you do catch claws that you can make adjustments. It now is the time. But essentially, um, it says bring me the rods, but you could change that to find the rods. Um, that would be the distinction that is different that you could insert in here pretty quickly and easily. Um, yeah. Okay. It also says that failure voids the contract and any promises. And he does try to make a play for your soul that any action, direct action against Bell, uh, will be done at forfeit of your soul. And you, Fenris, spot the opportunity to make an adjustment there if you wish. To change it from bring him the rods to find the rods? You can change it to that. And what do we get in re- in return 
that that's I think there was like a lawyer clause you were saying. Well, there's yeah, two things in there. Number one, yeah. it catches your attention that only one of you has acted directly against Bell. And there's no time distinction here. So if you leave it as it is, a direct action against Bell will have resulted in the loss of Henrietta's soul. But you could say, insert the word, you could change it somehow, if you wish. But you spot that distinction. Okay. And and sorry, all I got, all I got out of this contract with the lawyering words is, bring him the rods. If we dire act directly against him, and it could be past tense, you forfeit your soul. But what mm -hmm. do we get? That's a good question. And he's intentionally vague. There is kind of standard devil's clauses here, and if you wish, you can kind of pick from a few devil's bargains okay. so sure um you'd be agreeing to a service of finding these rods or bringing them to him but if you wanted to switch it you could insert that and with your nat 20 i think you could change that just subtly so that are you, are you might saying not even like know. modify the document or like actually hash out the contract like talk to him um well, if whatever's in the document stands. So if you change the document, and a quick little mage hand ought to do that. Sure, yeah, I'll, I'll do that with my... So with my mage hand, I will do a couple things. One, I'll change it from bring him to... Uh, to bring the rods to him to just find the rods. Two, when it comes to direct action against Bell, um, I will... I would change that as well to um, because at that because right now it's direct action and it could be past tense is what you're saying yeah. right so I I would um, one the I would change it to um, well into the future and of course the contract once the contract is done this contract is done okay all right. So, and like any further action. Yeah, I, I would. I would actually say, like, yeah, any any further action in, in um, yeah. And then when the contract is done, this is done. Like, I, you could act directly against him, right? Okay. Yeah. Now, what and, you can get, and, yeah, uh, are you can kind of get your choice. Uh, there's the standard devil contract, so you can offer any or all of the following. Uh, uh, 50,000 gold, art, gems, coins, a rare, very rare, or uncommon magic item of your choice, a valuable piece of information that cannot be acquired by other means, which may be determined later, a single task that the archdevil or one of its minions can complete within nine days, a supernatural charm, uh, which could be something like agelessness, I mean, so you don't age naturally. Um, diabolical, uh, you could basically become a tiefling. Um, those are two separate things. Um, you could have a, a horn devil be your servant for nine days. Um, 
you could understand all languages. You could have nine charges um, to gain temporary hit points. You'd gain 30 temporary hit points for spending one charge. Okay. So there's rather a couple than other, kind of that's about it. Yeah. Maybe what we do is we handle this like the actual boon that we get offline. Sure. Do we each get a boon or just one or one of us? Let's say each. You each get a choice. You're all part okay. of this contract. So the ceiling of this contract, right? We're seeing him write it up. Mm-hmm. Like he can just write stuff, right? Like, like we'd have to like sign it or something, or you'd agree have to, to it in some way, it. and then like, it will be etched and sealed. The contract will be etched and sealed. And it looks at Henrietta, and says, "This vessel, giant, will be kept in a safe place, unharmed, unable to be harmed." Actually, by anyone but us. Oddly enough, the giant with the hole in his eye kind of seems relieved by that. Okay, I mean, I'll, I'll take that. It's kind of like getting, he gets to go chill in a room instead of being an enslaved puppet of Bell. Yeah, I mean, as long as he's not going to just, like, starve there or something. No. It's like, oh, well, he didn't harm him. He just starved. It literally cannot be harmed. Um, cool. Okay. That's something, I guess. Um, yeah, it doesn't I, I was need to sleep. The scene where we were all sort of, eat, like, leaving. Drink, and or anything. Henry is, like, walks by sort of last. She's kind of slow. And, like, as she passes by this giant, like, rests a hand on them and sends some healing magic into them just to relieve the pain as is. This is the one that got shot in the eye? Yeah, the one that the contract's on. But, like, we're gonna have to actually, like, rehash this contract because, like... Yeah. You know, if we're able... Like, you... I I haven't signed anything. Lays hands on and the the eye glazes over in this white. So it's got one sort of milky eye, but it's no longer seeping. Right. I mean, I was mostly thinking about his back, but sure, that too. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, I mean, we probably should talk about it. Like, so I'll let you guys pick which of sense. these things you want, um, and we can go over them in detail later if you want. But I uh, mean, like, we've talked narratively about what we want, and it's not a bunch of mechanical gugas from the from the module, right? Like, this is. Mm-hmm. Th- but that, if you wanted some treasure, if you don't get it very often, so if you wanted any of those <laughs> boons, true. oh. And I forgot to mention, and somewhere in those clauses, Fenris, you spot this. One of the other things you could have happen is you could gain the benefit of a wish spell. Each of you gets to choose one of these things if you sign the contract. Just well, I, thought the con- I thought the thing we're getting is, like, Bell's assistance in this whole rigmarole this could, that we're doing. This right? would be the way he is helping. Now, you could ask him as part of the task or one of his minions to complete a task of go and beat on Zariel. Like, there's some options. And as you said, you can yeah. think about what you want to ask of Bell later. Yeah. We'll just kind of yeah. say narratively that you, you think of it now, yeah. but we'll determine yeah. what that is next time. 
happened. Sure, yeah. On Morally Ambiguous's Descent into Avernus. So who's signing? Because because I spot these things, I'm like, yeah, okay. So you can modify. I, mean, I, I think in character we're going to be having a conversation, right? Like, mm-hmm. that's I, don't I, think are we, I don't think he's just going to sit here while we have a conversation and he can listen in. I mean, this, he right? should be part of the conversation. It's a contract. Like, I don't understand this. Sure, we can that's we so can weird. hash it out now. I got a little time. No, I don't think okay. we should do it now. I think that. Oh no no no! I don't. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, we should have stopped. One, I need a break, and yeah. two. Fair enough. If, okay, yeah. Beyond right. me needing a break, I gotta get those dogs outside. But like, yeah, right. Henry the is offer gonna is pop, there. If you want to take language it. and like go over it and such. Okay. Yeah. So we'll at pick the very least, up. and you can basically sign your own. Actually, oh, I love it. Each of no no no. Here it is. Each of the giants gets etched, and each of them is one for each of you. So if you want to make modifications to your particular deal, or just be like, you're just going to stay out of our way, I will leave that up to you. So all four of these giants will be sent to pasture. And they all look kind of relieved by that. Yeah, wanting it is. That's okay. Cool. I'm okay with that. All right. So we'll work out the details of that next time when we come back. Thanks very much, everybody. All right, Internet. My name is Todd, and these have been uh, these have been my friends, and we all play some Dungeons & Dragons. Thanks very much. Uh, don't forget you can tune in live on Thursdays. Otherwise, uh, catch us on replay, uh, YouTube and VODs and uh, podcasts and so forth. And thanks very much for the suggestions and the raids. Thanks for joining us, Uncanny Tree, Yauf, and Crooked, uh, Crook Irish. Uh, what are some of the other names? Jordan. Uh, B. Hi, B. Yep, B. Thanks, B, and AG92, and uh, 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 all the, the raid for the Ninja Monkey streamers. Thanks very much, and we look forward to playing again soon. Thanks, everybody. Take care of yourselves, and we'll see you in a week. Bye, everybody. Have a good night, everyone. Good night. Where's, where's that button? All right, there we go. Listen to SideQuest Live. Thanks so much for what you're doing. In. We try to record all of our games as much as possible, whether that's Dungeons and Dragons or Shadowrun or another tabletop role-playing game. Just a quick side note about all the licenses and copyrights involved. Our music is all Creative Commons attribution music on our live stream video feed or YouTube replay or Twitch VOD. We always attribute each individual artist, so be sure to check out those individual artist attributions. Lots of love to so many people who make their work available so that we can do what we do. So thank you. It influences our game. It makes it immeasurably better. So, so much appreciation for them. Let's not forget the makers of the games. Dungeons and Dragons is copywritten by Wizards of the Coast. They own it. They make it available to all of us to play, and it's wonderful. We are in no way affiliated with them, and nor do they endorse this podcast, but we are very appreciative. The other game we often play is Shadowrun, which is Catalyst Games. And again, we are not affiliated with them, and they do not endorse us, but we really appreciate their game, and we hope you appreciate our game. Thanks so much for tuning in. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Twitch and YouTube, and watch for those live games once we're streaming them out. And of course, we do accept suggestions for names, so please hit us up on Instagram and name our stuff. All right, thanks so much. I'm Todd, and this has been SideQuest Live. We'll see you again soon.